Hey, everybody, this is a preview of today's members episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to theconfessionalspodcast.com, hit the join button, and become a member today. Merkel Media. This was all circulating around the base that a giant had been killed, but no one was supposed to talk about it. I saw three long, bony fingers reach up underneath the door, curl up to grab it, and then disappear. When he came over to me, dude, he slithered over to me. And this giant comes out of the cave, and they're all frozen. And he starts running and firing at this giant. Well, the giant moves. He's got a spear in one hand, and he's running really fast, and spears... Dan holds him up like this. Somebody else, shoot him in the face, shoot him in the face. They basically decapitate him. Got closer, got closer, got closer. When he got about 15 yards away from me, I raised that 12 gauge and I blow his head off. I feel something pulling at my leg. And I look over and there are two small gray entities pulling at me. And they're literally, I'm getting pulled off the bed. I reached my hand into this bush and I touched air. Couldn't breathe and I couldn't move because I know I'm seeing a monster. Yep. Welcome to the show, everybody. You're listening to The Confessionals. I'm your host, Tony Merkel. Thanks for being here. If you have a crazy, wild experience you want to share with me on the show, go ahead and shoot me an email. My email address is theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. That's theconfessionals at theconfessionalspodcast.com. Or go to the website, theconfessionalspodcast.com. Hit the contact section and you can reach me that way as well. Either way works for me, just get a hold of me. Welcome to another members episode. We have a good one. This is actually an episode I've had done for a while and I lost it and recently found it. And you're going to have a chance to listen to it today. We have Amber Lynn coming on the show today. I recorded with her about a year and a half ago. It's been a long time coming, but this is a great story where she shares her paranormal experiences, how she views them, and how they all started for her. We talk about lawn gnomes, fairies, little people naked in the house, and her mom, and the situations going on with family as well. A lot of things tie into the paranormal as you get deeper into people's lives, and that's the case for Amber Lynn. So let's get to it right now. All right, today we got Amber Lynn on the show. How are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Tony? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. So uh, listen, you are down in Kentucky, or no, you you were in Kentucky. And uh, you know, some of these stories come from Kentucky. And uh, Kentucky's a state that I'm very interested in these days. Uh, <laughs> and I'll tell you, one of the stories you're going to be sharing with us today, I caught, it just caught my ear, my eye. I was reading it, so it was caught my eye. Uh, but we'll get to that later. Let's let's start off with uh, your life and you know how things kind of unfolded for you. You've had uh, lots of different experiences from childhood on, and uh, I, I find I find uh, your life paths uh, very interesting and in how that kind of uh, maybe maybe it formed formed and uh, molded how things went for you. 
But uh, I'm going to hand it off to you and let you kind of just start sharing with us how uh, how these experiences started for you. Okay. All right. So um, um, I think I'm going to start by just a little bit of backstory. Um, just to you guys get an idea of like kind of like what I was growing up through. And I think that my past like kind of had an effect, my physical past had an effect on my like spiritual experiences. So as a child, um, unfortunately, I was abused um, emotionally, physically, mentally. And I grew up not with my mother, but with my stepmother and my father. And my, my mother, I didn't see very often. Um, I only seen her maybe once every couple of years, but I see my stepmother every day. And I feel like some of these spiritual experiences may be tied into her and how like she, she like sort of reacted to certain situations. So I'm going to start with whenever I was about five, I want to say I was either four or five years old. And I, um, so we had, we lived in the first house I lived in. I moved into when I was two years old. Um, my dad took me to his house and that was the last time I actually see my mother. Um, so in this house, there's a lot of weird, really weird things that went on. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about, which I I've come to like, call it the Fay folk is, um, we used to, I, as a child, I used to see a lot of, um, really small, um, really weird creatures just kind of running around in the house. And uh, there's a lot of big crazy things that happen. Um, I remember one very specific situation um, that I actually don't remember fully, but like I had heard stories about it. And then I kind of like my memory was sort of jogged after the situation happened. So in this house, um, I, I, was, I was the oldest of four kids. So I had three younger siblings, but all four of us um, stayed in the same bedroom together because it was a very small house. Um, one night, my dad and my stepmother were sitting on the couch and we were already in bed. They were watching some movie and all of a sudden my stepmother, my stepmother, let's just call her C, um, heard the door in our bedroom start to shake back and forth. And she didn't really know what was like going on there. She thought one of us kids were up. So she went to go check and to find out there was nobody in there. So they went and sat back down again and started watching their movie again. And then all of a sudden the door started swinging again. This time is more violently. Well, while she's sitting there, they both look over and they start to hear my stepmother's name in a whisper over and over and over again, telling her to come here, come here. Understandably freaked out. She kind of like got close to my father and they kind of just like sat there real close and quiet, trying to figure out what was going on. And then all of a sudden, at the exact same time, right after the situation happened, all four of us woke up screaming at the top of our lungs. They jumped out of bed and they ran or jumped off the couch and they ran towards us. And they were just like, what is going on? They flipped the lights on. And all four of us are just like covered in what appeared to be very small human bite marks. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty crazy. So my grandmother is the one I originally asked the story about because my grandmother, she doesn't lie. She's always been a very strong Christian woman and she didn't lie. She doesn't lie. So, I, you know, when I was older, I kind of asked her about that situation. She explained to me that that wasn't the first time something like that had happened. And in fact, her sisters refused to come visit anymore because they had seen these little beings running around. So my grandmother had come into the room and she had the Holy Bible and she started reading out of it. And for a few nights after she had done that, um, they, the, these things, these fae folk or elves, whatever they were, were, had left us alone. But then 
there was another night, not like maybe a month or two later where, so my sister and I were both on the bottom bed, on the bottom bunk and my brothers were on top bunks. So it was two of us on the bottom and two on top. And I was laying on the bed and I always had trouble sleeping at night. I can't imagine why, (laughs) but I always had trouble sleeping at night. And so I was kind of like tossing and turning and like just not really being able to sleep. And the next thing I know, I look over to my sister's bed and sitting on top of her chest was Tony. I'm not kidding you. It looked like a lawn gnome. It literally looked like a lawn gnome with the cap. It was red, except this thing's face was evil. It like, you could just look at it in the eyes and tell this thing was just not, not a good spirit. While it was sitting on my sister's chest, it was actually breathing in, breathing in as she was like laying there. And I noticed that my sister's breathing started to sound kind of weird. Like it was like, (laughs) so under like, Naturally, of course, I kind of freaked out. I'm like, what is going on? So I ran and I go wake up my stepmom and I tell her like, hey, there's something in the room stealing my sister's breathing is what I told her. Breathing, I think is what I told her because I was pretty young at the time. So they, you know, rush in there and my sister is already up and she's screaming and crying saying there was something sitting on her. Um, that's those, those are the only two ones that I really remember from that time. There was another incident that happened in the same house but we were actually moving out of the house and I had only came, came with my grandmother so that we can get the rest of the stuff out of the house. I remember this one very clearly because it was just me and my grandmother and my grandmother was in the kitchen and she was cooking. She was making lunch for us. I think it was like sandwiches or something. Um, but so I'm sitting there and I'm sitting on the floor and we have one of those little TVs back from back in the day that had the little VHS tape connection to the bottom of it. So you didn't have to separate. It wasn't a separate VHS holder. It was just, you know, right at the bottom. So now I'm watching like Disney movies. I don't know what I was watching at the time. Um, And all of a sudden, keep in mind, I'm like six, maybe seven years old at this point. I just get this like really, really bad, bad, bad vibe, like a bad feeling. And it's like this heavy weight just like fell over me. And I just had trouble breathing. And I'm like trying to figure out what's going on. So I'm like looking around trying to figure out where this feeling is coming from. And the room. That was, that was originally mine and my siblings room. The door was moving and it started saying my name and it was telling me to come here. It was very similar to what happened to my stepmother. Well, I get so freaked out that I like jump up and I just run to my grandmother and I I don't even tell her what I experienced. I just go in there and I just hang out with her for the rest of the time we're there. Cause I'm like, I wasn't going to go back into that living room. I don't care what Disney movie was on. So Um, There was actually, no, there was two other things I want to talk about in that house. One of them, I don't remember because I was way too young to remember, but my grandmother told me about it. She told me that an elderly woman did die in that house. And um, I had seen her in the doorway and had asked my grandmother, who is that old woman who looks like her in the doorway? And they kind of, my stepmom and dad just kind of blew it off. They're like, oh, Amberlynn's crazy. Just ignore her. And um, after that, I didn't, I don't remember seeing her again after that. Um, but that's just what my grandmother told me is what I, what, you know, I had seen and told her about. And also there was another time, um, I don't sleepwalk. I've never sleepwalked in my entire life. Like that's just not something I've ever done. And I was in my room. I remember going to bed that night in my bedroom and for some reason I wake up and I'm on the couch in the living room and I've got a heavy blanket on me. And the TV is on, but it's like the snowy screen. 
And I, I remember waking up and kind of like getting scared because first of all, I've always been afraid of the dark. I'm not going to lie. I'm 29 years old. I'm still afraid of the dark. <laughs> but back then I was really young. So even if I had, you know, fallen asleep in the living room, my parents would have woken me up and made me go back to my bed. Like they didn't let us sleep in the living room anyway. So I don't know how I ended up there, but I woke up to the, the TV being on it being pitch black, except for the TV in the, in the living room. And I freaked out and like ran to my room. And as soon as I got into my room, the TV that was in the living room shut off by itself. Um, that's all for, uh, that house. So, all right, um, before, before we move away from that house, though, before we move away, okay. the, woo, you came out <laughs> yeah. with haymakers. Holy cow. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Okay. So let's just start off with, um, well, with this last experience you started, you gave us here. Hmm. That's terrifying. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very. I I just feel like uh, the idea of a a snow screen on the TV like that, the the static, Mm -hmm. that's something that I hear on the show at times and it it, it freaks me out. And I think that for me, the reason why it freaks me out is because I did. Now, everybody talks about, uh, was it the grunge or something like that? That horror movie. Yeah. But. Uh the ring the ring well yeah Samara. yeah but they they, <laughs> they talk about that the other one nowadays but i'm familiar with mm-hmm. with what you're talking about the ring because that's what yeah. i saw when i was younger and the screen where she crawls out and everything mm-hmm. freaks you out yeah. If, <laughs> yeah it was so scary yeah it freaks you out and, and so that that's that's definitely freaky and and the fact that you you don't sleepwalk and, and that happened it, it, it's just interesting i i I don't sleepwalk. I, I when I was a kid, I used to sleepwalk all the time. I, I let me tell you a real quick story. It's kind of funny. Um, what, what, when I was a kid, I used to sleepwalk, and I remember the one time my grandparents were visiting, and I slept. I was sleepwalking. I walked, and I was sleeping in my boxers. And I was probably like in eighth grade, and um, I, I walk out into the living room where my parents are sitting with my grandparents talking, and I sit down between my grandparents in my boxers, and then I woke up. And I was so embarrassed that I pretended I was still sleepwalking. <laughs> and and my and my parents were like, go go back to bed, Tony. I'm like, okay. And I just <laughs> and I went back. It was the worst. But um, but so do you think that that experience that you had though, do you think it was sleepwalking or do you think that there was something that was calling you to the living room or where the TV was or what? So this is going to sound a bit weird because I've never actually, I don't know why I feel this way, but I've never actually had any experiences with UFOs or aliens, but not that I can remember anyway, not while I'm awake, but there have been, I've had a lot of strange dreams. And sometimes I wonder if maybe like at some point, like aliens were actually the things that were running around in my house that people were afraid of because they would just describe them as like small people, like like literally like not not like the lawn gnome I've seen where it literally had like the short kind of chubby like figure but like little people like they were balanced they were just very small so I don't I don't know but I feel like sometimes that maybe like there was some alien involvement in my like younger years um but I I I, I couldn't tell you I really don't know all right well speaking of these these creatures now what what you just said it, it now leaves me feeling did you did you actually see these things or no so I did. The only one that I actually remember seeing for a fact is the lawn gnome. That's okay. the rest of them were kind of like just little shadows. Like I, that's all I can remember of them is they're just very small shadows, like people shadows running around. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, and so who saw these little creatures running around though, if it wasn't you? 
So um, according to my grandmother, it was actually her sisters who had seen the actual beings. Like they seen the little people and described them the way that they did to her as small people with no clothing on. And they'd be in the house. Mm-hmm. And uh, what do you make of that? I mean, like, like let's let's put alien aside. I mean, is that, that very well could be? Uh, mm-hmm. But other than that, how do you make out the idea that there could be little people like creatures running around your house? How are they getting in? Are they paranormal or are they physical? What What are your thoughts? Well, apparent according to my stepmother and my grandmother, whenever I would talk about these little creatures I would see, I would say they were coming through the vents in the wall. There was um they had the old vents that kind of they're kind of big and bulky. Like you take them out and there's like a pretty big space, like almost a small child could fit into them. And I would tell them that I would see them come out of the vents. Wow, that's that's terrifying. <laughs> that's terrifying for uh, for an adult to hear kids say. Holy cow. All right. So the lawn gnome that you, and we'll just call it the lawn, lawn gnome. I, I, I highly doubt it was a lawn gnome, lawn gnome that walked in from you know your yard, but uh, <laughs> it, it, it's, I don't know if you've ever heard of such a thing, but I have, I am in fact, and I can't tell you who or what episode it was, but I know I've interviewed somebody who's, who's said uh, they've had that, a similar experience. And uh, it, it's something that, Maybe it'd be worth looking into on my end to see if there's something about some kind of entity that looks like a lawn gnome that has been coming, at, <clears throat> excuse me, coming after people. Uh, have you ever heard of such things? I'm not a lawn gnome. The only thing I've heard of that's even relatively in that area is like uh, brownies and fae folk, like fairies and stuff, so little people, those things. Yeah. Uh, and what do you think that lawn gnome was? I mean, what, what you've had time to think about it. What do you think that was? Um, me personally, I would guess it's either a demonic spirit or a, a fae person, like a, a, a fae spirit or like, you know, fairy or something. Those are my only two guesses. Well, that's definitely not Tinkerbell. I'll tell you that much. So. No, no. The, the thing about the fae folk is actually I've done some research on them. They're not good. No. <laughs> They're not good guys. They're actually evil. So people like kind of romanticize them when like Disney and like all the kid movies came out. But in reality, those things were always considered like evil little demon type creatures. It's amazing how much Disney has flipped things that were not supposed to be good for children's movies. You know? They, oh, yeah. They repeatedly uh-huh. did that throughout history. I mean, <laughs> when you look into, you know, even Peter Pan and the idea of Pan as a god and and all this stuff, it's just like it's mind blowing when you look into it. And it's like, holy mm-hmm. crap, the people who made these cartoons really knew what they were doing. They weren't just, oh, let's just, you know, this would be cute, right? No, <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they 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 knew what they were doing. They had some uh, intellect behind it, which I I find very interesting. So. All right. Well, that was the the, the first house. And uh, holy cow, you know, uh, <laughs> I wanted to ask you one more thing here. So all you kids wake up with these bite marks all over your body. Uh, did everybody just connect the dots that it was these little these little people running around? Well, according this to was a preview of today's around. member episode. If you want to hear the whole thing, head on over to the confessionals dot com. Hit the join button and become a member today.